In this episode, we're talking Zillow Zestimates. How long does it take to sell a property? And why would a sheriff come and pick you up and throw you out of your house? You ask real estate questions and I answer them. This is the Ask Daniel Los Angeles Show. Hey everybody, this is Daniel Madariaga, and this is episode number eight. Katrina and Phil ask, hey Daniel Los Angeles, how long does selling a house usually take? Thanks for the question, Katrina and Phil. So the national average, according to Realtor.com, is 63 days. That's how long uh, property takes to sell, okay? Seems like a really long time to me. Let me tell you my structure. So if you tell me, hey Daniel, let's put our home on the market, great, I'm gonna tell you, clean your house. Once that's done, we're gonna take some pictures, we're gonna shoot a video. That all takes about a week. Uh, after I get all that footage back, it takes another week to edit everything together. So we're, we're already in there for 14 days. After that, we're gonna put your home on the market on a Tuesday, and we're gonna have your open house on a Sunday at 2 p.m., okay? After that open house, the following Wednesday is when the offer deadline is, Wednesday, 2 p.m. We get all those offers, we counter everybody best and final offer. On Friday at 2 p.m. is when we get all of those back, and by that Friday, you're in escrow. Now from there, if we're dealing with a cash buyer, it's like 10 days, okay? That's the quickest that we can close in. Uh, if it is a person doing a regular loan, that's gonna be 30 days. If you're dealing with FHA loan, that's gonna be 45 days. So you can, as you can see, it takes quite a bit of time, but according to realtor.com, national average, 63 days. Stan asks, I already removed all of my contingencies, but I have to back out of escrow. What's the worst that can happen to me? Thanks, Daniel Los Angeles. Stan, great question. So if you back out of the deal and all of your contingencies have already been removed, meaning you just wake up one day and you decide, you know what, I don't wanna buy this property anymore. The worst thing that could happen to you is that you're gonna get sued for your deposit. So remember, at the very beginning of the transaction, you're gonna put 3% as a deposit and escrow keeps that money in a separate escrow account. Now that 3% is now be going to be considered damages. And you're gonna go to arbitration with the seller and you're gonna say, you know what, judge, I just don't wanna buy this house anymore. The judge is gonna look at the contract and see that you've already removed all the contingencies. You have no reason for backing out. And so now the seller, you know, they're in a bad position because you've wasted all of this time while they could have been selling the property. Maybe they've moved out already. Maybe they've done some fixing up and some repairs that you specifically wanted to do. And now you're not buying the house? Well, now they're gonna go after that 3% as damages. So if you're buying a million dollar home and your deposit is 3%, that's $30,000 that out of there, right? That goes into the pocket of the seller. And then guess what? You don't get the house, the seller puts the property back on the market and then they continue on with their, you know, with whatever sale that they were gonna do with their next with the next buyer that's coming up. So, yeah, that's the worst that could happen to you. Jason asks, Daniel Los Angeles, what's the difference between a short sale and a foreclosure? 
Jason, excellent question. Short sale, that is when you wanna sell your property, it's worth $500,000, but you owe your bank 750,000. So you're gonna call your bank and you're gonna say, please, please let me pay you less money than what I owe you. And then the bank says, yes, you sell your property for 500, you cut the bank out of 250 grand. That is a short sale. You know what? Only 1% of sales these days are short sales. So a couple years ago, they were everywhere. Now they're almost non-existent. Foreclosure, let's say you stop paying your mortgage, 30, 60, 90 days passes by, and then all of a sudden a big bad sheriff is gonna show up at your door, banging, saying get out. You no longer own the property, the bank now owns the property, and they physically take you and remove you from the property. This actually happens, okay? And this happened many years ago, everybody was getting foreclosed on and that's what was happening. So either way, um, that's the difference. Short sale, definitely the way to go if you can go that route. Ava asks, Daniel Los Angeles, how accurate are Zillow's Zestimates? Hey Ava, thank you for the question. If you go on Zillow.com, there's a section there that's called Zestimates. You plug in your address and uh, Zillow will spit back out to you what the home is worth. I really wish it was that easy, but it's not. You know, Zillow does take into consideration the square footage of the home, the square footage of the lot, and the location, which is all great, but it's not everything. What about the condition of the home? Uh, do you live in a complete teardown, or do you live in a completely remodeled property? Um, you know, that's huge. That's a huge, big deal that you need to consider uh, when finding out the value of your home. So Zestimates are okay, but they're not everything. You need to get a realtor out to your property to do a walkthrough of the space and go back to, to the office, do hours and hours and hours of research comparing what has sold in the uh, vicinity within the last six months and you compare from what you just saw going through doing a walkthrough compare it to what you're seeing what has been selling in the neighborhood and that's how you come up with a true value not a Zillow's estimate from a robot that's never actually been to your property that's it everybody that is episode number eight of the ask Daniel Los Angeles show you keep asking me your real estate questions and I'll keep answering them